If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful Friends. Welcome back. Today we've got a special one for you. We're kind of wrapping up uh, next couple weeks here. Our our big sort of winds of winter slash just theory videos before we dive into something else here. But Matt pulled this out on me and uh, uh, I'm a little lacking in the fairy tale uh, realm of things. But this is cool. I think this is going to be a good good theory for us to cover today. Yeah, I saw this on um, Reddit a few days ago. It's really good. It's really long. We're just going to sort of uh, dive into it. And it's just sort of a parallel of um, the tale of Quentin Martell, right? Which is, and uh, the princess and the frog. And so I thought this was kind of like the fairy tale, the princess and the frog. Mm -hmm. Um, Not, you know, Cersei and Maggie the frog. Although that's good too. You can dive (laughs) dive into that too. But so um yeah so i thought we'd kind of dive into that but you know before we uh get going here as man you know we haven't done like a how you doing recap hey and man. Uh, it's been a bit we've, we've just been diving we've been diving into stuff and there is a little bit of house of the dragon news we did share and we got some other stuff to talk about too so yeah. we'll kind of dive into that a little bit here yeah yeah we'll dive into that first let's get into some personal news dag on it okay i just want to go ahead and share with y'all that uh i'm, I'm chilling out here doing things i don't know if i ever made it distinctly clear that um that my wife is here. That's yeah. Matt's got married. <laughs> I don't know if I ever said that. Like, I know you said I came back from tying knots and stuff, and I feel right. kind of awkward because, like, other podcasts I did drop it and I haven't said it ever because I forget right. where we've said what, when, and where. So I'm always like, I, I don't know. So, anyways, that's been a lot of fun. Um, you might you might hear her walking around here for a little bit, but yeah. So that's been awesome. Uh, just been kind of getting acclimated to you know married life, all the all that good stuff. And then, my friend, I have been. I want to I, I want to say this on on bend the knee. Although I don't have any 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 a song of ice and fire wow. stuff up there, there yet. I am so sorry. The marketplace is is <laughs> open, friends. Facebook marketplace. If you haven't followed me over there yet, you got to. Ez is doing as Matt called it a fire sale on yes. everything. Okay, I got all these books behind me. I'm not selling all of these books, but if you'd like one and you see one on the shelf, let me know. All right, I've also got Star Wars gear over there. I've got other stuff. Dude, I said this to you, like, how long have we been making content? Since 2010? Long time. Yeah. Like, what the heck? 
So we've been trying this and that. I mean, actually, Matt, what would be great one time is to show people the archaic. What, I still have a, it. The the sixteen track recorder. I do. I still have Holy. that. It's, well, it's at my dad. It's at my dad's house in Ohio. But um, actually, I was I was actually going to message you the other day and say, hey, yeah. can I get the? Lo- I need the login for yeah. our whatever. Let's look it up or whatever. Whatever. Whatever it was. Yeah. Not a, yeah. you know, it's, it's been changed like five times because then it was Rebel Watch. And all that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know, I don't even know what, like, what it is. Anywho, yeah. Um, because I believe as long as we didn't delete all those videos, as long as yeah. it's listed as unlisted or private, I yeah. think our like reactions to Hodor and stuff are like there. that are, are there. Yeah. And so I thought it'd be kind of fun. Okay. I don't know that I want to post it on like the main YouTube, right? But right. Maybe like Patreon or something, just as, like even like free, yeah. like a free Patreon video or something, just so people can like. Go check it out it's from the archives because it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. But we even did a a little tiny kind of YouTube. I don't know if that was ever on Podbean or not, but it was that I can't believe it's not better. Right. <laughs> Matt, this is great. a great name. I I know. You, I'm a slogan machine, my friend. You are. It is. It is. It is freaking wonderful. We had a great logo. I can't believe it's not butter. I mean, better. And it right. was just it was fantastic. One of my favorite episodes we ever did. Was that Wonder Woman review? Right. Where we took the music, we faded in. It was just, it was awesome. So we've been making content for years. And like, I have some stuff, like I have what I use, what I use, you know? And then there are things that I want to get that I don't have that would make things streamlined for you and I, because we're always looking to kind of upgrade and make things better. Uh, But I've got some stuff that's like, it needs a home. You know what I mean? So I'm like, if you're in, I know, I see right now, hold on. You're using a different microphone. Are you? Yeah, no, now. So hold on just a second. All right. (laughs) My actual other microphone is down at Lane's, so I'm oh, going gotcha. down there. Yeah, that was the other thing, too, right. is that sometimes uh, from the days of Rebel Watch and then the crossover with that, and then, God, even when we were going up, some of my equipment got mixed up with Swish and Flick, of all people. You know wow. what I mean? Like, so well, definitely, I had, definitely time to get that back. Yeah, I, I had stuff all that I did. Well, I don't know if we can anymore. Yeah, but okay. yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, but it was just like it was all it was all over the place, you know. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking around. I have a, I have a tote over here, dude. The band, Matt <laughs> and I, for a hot two seconds. We're in band. And Matt's been awful. doing, Matt's been doing the band stuff since Saber Fox in high school. <laughs> it was sweet. It was sweet. It was sweet. So I went to my my storage unit, which is now my sister's barn. And I looked in there. I was like, oh, my God, I have like a tuning pedal. I've got right. like all these different stupid things that I will literally never use again. I like to pull out the banjo here and just pick on it. But I don't know. I don't really play it much anymore. So these things can. Well, go. I mean, you could pick it back. You could pick it back up. Well, yeah, the banjo I'm going to I'm going to keep. I mean, obviously, but like in the guitar, right. but like the stuff that went along with it, all the stuff for big band, you know, your no, amp and all that. Don't stuff. need any of that crap now. Don't need it at all. Like, I'd rather have better camera better podcasting equipment better software you know what i mean yeah right that kind of stuff so because we are making content my friend like like two crazy men out there i'm loving it and we've got all sorts of we've got this this year i think looking ahead we did this in 2020 when we let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves yeah maybe i don't want to jinx this but like we thought that was the year to just everything was going to be coming out hot uh, and things got delayed and it was crazy but this year i have a feeling that you well, know, but then again, as soon as I mean, just a couple of days this, ago, by the way, seriously, you know, terrible stuff going on around the world. And it's just like, yeah. you never know, man. My, uh, let me tell you, I have been watching videos of it, of like what's going on over in Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. And like, eh, wow, it's insane. It's unbelievable. It's it's big. It's, it's crazy. And, and, our, and our hearts go out to everybody 
um, right. in that country because man, it's just it's just awful. I mean, it's just so surreal to see like actual. I was looking at the cars, the logos on the cars, and I've yeah. been over to to Germany and different places there now, and it's, so it's just wild to see like two countries over is this massive country that is being invaded. I just right. It's hard to kind of get my head around it, but yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, literally yeah. all the videos and stuff like that. Like I literally saw a video the other day where it's like. These like people are inside their house and you can see like a fighter jet fly by and like fire missiles. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. So and, like the reason and the reasoning bef- behind it is like pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. I mean, I am a history major. Yeah. I have read, you know. It's crazy though, dude. It's just ridiculous. They're free for 30 years or more, right? A, a free nation. So independent. I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't- no, no, man. All I know is it's uh, awful. No one wants uh, to see that kind of thing. No nobody one wants to see, see war, it. I hope. I hope it does not. I hope awful. it does not ultimately involve turn into a World War Three type situation, yeah. which would be obviously awful. Yeah, for everyone. But yeah, heart go to you know. I'll go ahead and say it. Heart goes out to the people of Ukraine. Yeah, I don't know that we have. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know that people are really split on this thing, man. I mean, no, I don't. Russia's, think so it seems like Russia's just being a bully. And you know, I was actually thinking about this too. Yeah. Because I see the numbers on Twitter and stuff like that. You see, like, Russian soldiers dead. Like, I know. Imagine being the mother of a Russian. They're protesting. Right. In Russia. It's like, it's like, hey, your kid is in the Russian army. And now, like, Putin decides out of nowhere, I want to reform the Soviet. Not really out of nowhere. He's been saying it for a long time. But I want to reform the Soviet Union. And like now your kid in you're a right. Russian like parent and your kid gets sent off to war and they're and they're dead over something totally stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot like, of that day we're looking up the couple. You, Dude, there's so right. many families and couples that are just like it, right. it's so and I don't yeah, I don't even want to get in all the details on it, but it's just kind of it's they're protesting it. They're arresting their protesters. Three thousand people were like arrested the other day for I, man, you gotta be careful protesting in Russia because you'll end up dead. Yeah, imprisoned. I mean, marked for life. Right. It's just not good. So, I don't know, man. Uh, so yeah, truly, no. Our hearts do go out to because we don't want to see that type of thing going on right. in the world. And somebody and... purple wedding Putin. I'll say it. Wow. Not, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> can, can we? I mean, like. I, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's not right yet. It, it's, it's time just... to go. I, I, when yeah. it comes to evil dictators, yeah. whether it's Saddam Hussein or Vladimir Putin or Kim Jong Un or Joffrey Baratheon. It's yeah. time to go. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm out. I know. There's a line. There is a line, and and it's it. Yeah, I think I think um, evil exists out there, man. And it's just it's just wild to see it go down because this is unnecessary. People, it's just totally unnecessary. People are gonna die. Yeah, I dying. will say though. I will say though. Just to, I, in my this is my kind of thought on the whole deal, and we'll dive into Game of Thrones stuff here in a yeah. second. But we're just we're just talking about it. And as and I never really get to take a chance to talk about like world events or yeah, any yeah. really anything. Um. I don't know, though, in all honesty, I do think like I don't know that we live in a world anymore in which a World War Three type situation could really ever happen because. Like, you just think about the way the economy works now, where it's. We're so it's like it's a it's such a global economy, like World War One, World War Two, that didn't exist. Like right. it's a global economy now. And like you put start putting sanctions on Russia, like all these big Russian billionaires that are like, hey man, I have business ties in America and all mm-hmm. over the place. Now they're hurting and they're gonna be like, uh, you need to like stop this. Also, yeah. 
Russia tried to invade Afghanistan in like the 1980s and yeah. it didn't go very well and it like bankrupt them and basically killed the Soviet Union. Yeah. Um, we tried to invade Iraq and look how many trillions of dollars we spent over the like 20, you know, 15, whatever years we were there. Yeah. And we couldn't do it. You're going to take on Ukraine, who is a way more uh, mm -hmm. military equipped. I keep seeing it on Twitter that like the Ukraine's like holding the line and pushing them back in some yeah. in some places because right. they're way more military equipped. It's not like going into Iraq where it's not like a third world country. Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's totally it's totally different. And I mean, to even take over that amount of space, it's not going to be like a week or two. I mean, it's going to be it's a long like, time. A it's going to cost country. just to go to war cost you like billions of dollars in the first place. And then you're going to have these sanctions placed on you. Right. Right. And I just don't know that you could ever get to a World War Three type situation just to get it kind of puts people at ease. This is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is my like imagine. Let's just say, for example, that. We got involved and Russia said, hey, we're going to we're going to attack the United States. OK, we're going to attack California. Mm -hmm. OK, well, like we live in a world now in which 50 um, percent of the communications in the world is controlled by Apple. And another 50 percent of the world's communications is controlled by Google. Two mm -hmm. companies that are. Oh, yeah. Where in the United States? Yeah. If you start attacking the United States like, oh, hey, suddenly like half the you know, half of Russia's communications are going to be shut off. Because right. Apple and Google aren't going to sit there and be like, you know what right. I mean? Microsoft would yeah. be like, all right, we're shutting down all the computers. Deal with it. Like, it's just yeah. the world we live in now. You can't, it, it's, we're, the world is controlled by companies. It's right. not really so much controlled by countries anymore. Yeah, it is wild. It is wild. I was listening to various news, news channels talk about that, the, the economy on this and, and how it's all affected and all, it's, it's interconnected. And yeah, it is. That's why cyber wow. warfare is so much more of a of which a they said, yeah, it might be a thing that that they're gonna try. And so that's just I don't know. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, you know what? I don't like dictators, whether right. it's you know, Joffrey Baratheon or Vladimir Putin. Don't like them. Yeah, no, don't like them at all. And so get them out. And uh yeah. Yeah. There's my we'll there, there's my two cents on that. Hope the people in Ukraine are hanging in there and doing good. Right. Yeah, I'll for sure. It. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we normally don't talk about that kind of stuff. So it's kind of interesting. It just it just happened. And, you know, so it's of such our, a big deal, too. Well, and, and I think a lot of con we, we talked about in the, in the United States that, I mean, trailers were, were moved because it, of this. We I get mean, we get messages. I will say we get messages from people and they're like all over the world. It's crazy. It is, man. That's why I wanted to kind of say because it is a big global world event. So I feel like people your wife, your your wife was she mentioned she's from Germany, Germany. I know they're all talking about it and they're all they're all I'm sure really, they I'm sure they are. It's like next door. Yeah, really, really worried about it and stuff. And it's just kind of it's it's crazy. And they get a lot of they get a lot of their oil from the that's right. pipeline and stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's that's that's the way that it's affecting people. And it will affect all of us. And that's the kind of thing is that it, it it's not just something that's kind of contained over there. It, it is going to be affecting the world. So. Yeah. Um, wild. Um, okay. Well, I, I talked, I did a video on this. We'll get into a little bit of, uh, just news that's going on. Um, so house of the dragon has officially 100% finished filming. So I'm assuming that includes everything. Uh, George himself posted about it. I saw it on Reddit like the day before I did a, you did this little YouTube video on it, but how's the dragon is officially done filming. It's wrapped. Look at this cool poster, man. It's mm -hmm. so cool. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. sweet. 2022 we don't know exactly when it's coming out um spec all the speculation uh says around july so july. we were thinking okay. april but i don't i don't think so 
Um, it seems like July is July is probably our earliest place for it to come. Okay. Um, the sad, the, the thing is, is like, I can't imagine they haven't greenlit season two yet. Season two has not been officially greenlit yet, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. Cause then it's like, are they, are they writing it? I hope they are. I'm sure they probably are, mm-hmm. but it just means, well, if season one is amazing and they haven't greenlit it yet, then, you know, when do we get that? When season two going to be, how long is it going to take for season two? It's going to be like 2024, yeah. right? Before we right. see season yeah. two. That would suck. Yeah. But it could be. That, that could be the case. Well, unless this is going to be uh, in the next month or so, we get like uh, news that they that right. they have greenlit it, and this is coming out in the fall or late summer or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm gonna I'll I'll say this, and I maybe it's just because I'm a Game of Thrones homer. Yeah, I'm actually not worried about it going at, squaring up toe to toe against Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, let me... the Lord of the Rings trailer, man. Yeah, I mean, I know you're a Lord of the Rings guy, as but yeah. I was I was kind of shocked by the response to it. Like people were like, "Oh yeah, there was a lot of negative." Ne- like there were negative. I mean, I there looked, was. I watched it, and I was like, "It looks cool." It didn't look a billion dollars cool mm-hmm. <laughs> to me. <laughs> to yeah. me, I mean, like I'm definitely gonna watch it. And I'm excited for it, but I guess yeah. I'm not. Like all of the hype and everything made it seem like it was gonna be like the right. next. Honestly, the Wheel of Time trailer was like a. And I like I think the Lord of the Rings show will probably be better than Wheel of Time season one because we had certainly had some issues with Wheel of Time season one. Still yeah. excited for it, love it. I mean, excited for season two. But um, I feel like the Wheel of Time season one trailer was got me more hyped than this Lord of the Rings thing did. Yeah. So the the best thing that the Lord of the Rings trailer did, I, I've analyzed it quite a bit. I've been thinking when they did the whole uh, before the King, right? right? And then they said before the fellowship i was like okay that you really that at least told people when and where it was happening people's biggest issue was like the cgi and like this whole uh the the diversity you know you get those people who are freaking i I, yeah i know i don't i could talk about us i like i i I just view it and i i just i don't know i just look at it and i just i'm like okay cool like who are these characters Right. Yeah. And so and so that is actually it's really a hard thing to do because as big as like the Lord of the Rings um, fandom is all centered around the Lord of the Rings series and the Hobbit. It's no one. Very few people go and read the outline that is the second age or the Silmarillion, which is the first age. I remember like MJ. um, She was. Yeah. Yeah, gray area was posting the other day. She's like, y'all, I just started reading this, uh, the the, the Silmarillion. (laughs) She was like trash i mean just it can't get through it she, and I, I don't quote me on that she didn't say trash but i mean had a difficult time with it and it just doesn't read it wasn't written as a full-fledged novel it's just it's a bunch of dates and storylines and plots and stuff so um it's hard to figure out what that's all what that's all gonna be about and i could talk to you guys later more about like the there's speculation that they don't even have rights to the certain stuff and this is just made up backstory for characters i have no idea let me tell you though you said how this is going to stack up against um uh house of the dragon house of the dragon so to me i kind of always carry at least two streaming apps like i i sometimes now i don't know i'm i'm, I'm a, you know just a poor hedge right. knight here you know so i, I matt's got them all and he's 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 got him locked down and, and thank well, you know, but it's like I got some, I got some, I got some backwater deals going. It's yeah, I was gonna like, say, okay, I, I, I'm in. Hey, hey I'll have this as is in one of those. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, I'll have this. It's like, it's like, dude, it's like my mom and my brothers. It's kind of like, okay, like here we go. Like, 
Right. I got right. this. So I, I think I have HBO Max and Disney Plus. Well, and I have Prime because I have Prime for whatever. Right. And then my mom's got Netflix and Paramount Plus. My brother's got Hulu. Yeah. And like yeah. my other brother's got like cable. So he's like, okay, you can, I use his. You can log like, into cable. His... So I can watch like Fox Sports. And right. Stuff like yeah. that, you know, for the. You I don't really watch. To. I honestly, I, I literally only use it for like ESPN. So I can watch like games. I mean, you can watch other stuff with it, but I pretty right. much just only watch like Fox Sports and well, Matt. Just, so well, football's over now, so I'm not watching anything until like right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the the what you're saying is the streaming wars have brought our families closer. We are now connecting 100%. with our with our our extended family or family. Uh, yeah, to make sure we get all the apps because I what I'm saying is I think that like you're gonna have people who have Amazon, and its numbers are gonna be huge. And then, like, you're going to have people who have HBO. Its numbers are going to be huge. It's one of those things that right. if you're on different nights of the week, you know what I mean, which that I'm pretty sure that they will be, there's the, there's the gold in that. By the way, who coordinates that? Who who do you think, like, like reaches out to HBO and says, you guys are what, you guys doing this on Sunday night? Because we're going to have I don't think, on. I don't, I don't, no, I don't think they do. I think it's a, I think it's a, well, we're going to, re- I think it's, I think it's a legit, like, it's a war. Like, we're going to release I, I know, this but, then. And then other people move stuff around not to go up with it. Right, no, but like I, I highly doubt that they would want both of them airing, you know, at the exact same. Right, I don't think. I, right, I think that's why. I think that's why they, they. I think, I think probably though at this point, like you're, you know, like hey, Marvel's going to release something in May. Like Disney's going to release something for Marvel or whatever in May. So it's yeah. like okay, well then we're not gonna. You know, it seems like March seems to be like Warner Brothers. You know, it's just like last year. I think Godzilla vs Kong was like their big March movie, and this year it's well, Godzilla yeah. vs Kong was sweet. It was a sick movie. <laughs> It was uh, all right. I love it. Was it. Right. it was awesome. It was. It was. I, I got super hyped. Song bows to no one. Yeah, bows to no one. <laughs> and then there was, um, you know, there was like Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. Yeah, which was yeah. trash. Uh, yeah. Seriously, what was what was that movie? <laughs> like, I don't know. But um, you know, so right now it seems like Warner Brothers' plan is, you know, everything seems to be in terms of like when we could see a trailer or House of the Dragon, any of this stuff. You know, right now everything's the Batman, which looks awesome, and God. it's coming out next week. And everyone's saying it's the best comic book movie ever. And I'm a diehard Batman fan, so I'm yeah. super freaking stoked. Yeah. Then I think it's going to be Secrets of Dumbledore, and then I think it's going to be House of the Dragon. It just seems to be like yeah. that's that's the way they do things. Is Warner Brothers does it a little bit differently than Disney, um, where they're like, "Hey, we're a- hammering you with everything. That's our next big show." Mm-hmm. Um, because I did see that Westworld is going to be like a July show, and could that cause mm. it to push back? I don't know, man. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I think Westworld kind of sucks. Yeah, I haven't followed. It's, it since season it's one. just like it was supposed to be the Game of Thrones successor. Like right. it looked cool, but I mean, is it a Game of Thrones? Su- is it the Game of Thrones successor? No. Yeah. Yeah. There's not as many people tuned in because Game, Game of Thrones was like the next big. H because I mean HBO has a history of like just massive shows. I mean, like The Wire, yeah. Deadwood, The Sopranos, which is like, you know, yeah. like one of the greatest shows ever. And Game of Thrones was that next right big massive Game of Thrones show. I mean, Euphoria seems like it's a it's got more traction than it seems really popular. Actually. I haven't seen it. I, I hear it's I hear it's just like softcore porn. Uh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think that's like the total deal. I don't know. Well. All right. I don't know. I watched Peacemaker and I thought it was freaking awesome. That was an yeah. HBO Max show. Yeah. yeah. So, right, cool. I mean, could you, could, would Game of Thrones go up against 
Westworld? I'd say, why not? Because Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even if they had to push it to the fall, and that's their big fall show, well, that's what I'm saying. I really don't think, because uh, September 2nd I think, is Lord of the Rings. I think it could go up against Lord of the Rings and be fine. Yeah. I'm not I'm not worried. I'll say that. Yeah, no. Well, it, but I'll, tell, I'll say this. Neither is Amazon. I don't right. think they're I, – I actually really think they've put as much I, – I, they might be – the only mistake they might be making is what Star Wars did when the sequels came out, which is to say, oh, we have the Star Wars tag, which right. did bring – The Force Awakens brought how many – I mean, you know, box right. office just went crazy. Right. So they are going to get that – all the Lord of the Rings – as much as the griping and complaining happened, they're going to get everybody, you included, right. me included. We're all going to go watch it. So yeah. it's going to be I, fine, yeah. but – yeah, I will say the advantage that HBO has over Amazon, I know this seems like it's not an advantage, but it kind of is, is I think Wheel of Time, see, I think I looked at this, it's going to release on like a Friday, but it's really a Thursday, right? Mm -hmm. The Lord of the Rings show? Yeah, September 2nd, which is a Friday. Okay. But we we looked at, and during Wheel of Time, remember it released. Thursday night. It yeah. released that Thursday night at like not midnight. It released mm -hmm. basically like whatever. So in the yeah. and I think one of the things that Wheel of Time ran into was you go to Amazon Prime to find hey the Wheel of Time show and the first thing that came up wasn't necessarily always Wheel of Time. It was NFL football because it's on Prime. Yeah, yeah. And is that going to hurt Lord of the Rings? Whereas Warner Brothers, which will then be HBO Max, might even be totally different by the time this comes out because that whole Discovery Channel deal. Yeah, they don't have that sports thing well they do but it's like through tnt and it's the nba no one cares right um, right it's not the nfl on prime yeah 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 so you're, you're i mean you're right. yeah what i'm saying is that i believe that house of the dragon will be the single biggest show of 2022 and everyone else can bend the knee oh i mean i i think i preface this whole thing with you are a a a game of thrones it, you know well we yeah. are we're a game of i mean but i'm just saying oh, I'm just saying Game of Thrones is the biggest show in the history of television. Yeah, I know. Period. I know. But I know. Facts. That is a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. I actually don't disagree with you. I think that um, I think where they're what they're doing. The reason I brought up the whole second age thing with Lord of the Rings is it's just not something that people are super right. going to be into. It doesn't have um, hobbits. Right. and th It's just going to be tough. And really to kind of since I have a, a Lord of the Rings podcast, I kind of feel like I got to do like way yeah, one on this side, way one on this side yeah. a little bit. But really, I think they're going to be, you know, fine. But I guess in one year, yeah, the number is going to be interesting because as you brought up with Wheel of Time, Amazon, everybody's got Amazon. You know what right. I mean? It's got that sort of subscriber base, as you said, back when in Wheel of Time that HBO, you know, yeah. like just in terms of, but okay. HBO Max is HBO Max's subscriber base is about to explode when this when this Discovery Channel deal happens because for yeah. whatever reason Discovery Channel has this like they have Discovery Plus which I don't even know what's on it like History Channel stuff I guess yeah. is that oh, where is Island really? is oh because that's the case uh, yeah <laughs> as like I get so I think anyway I think that stuff's gonna be coming to like HBO Max but like for whatever reason Discovery Channel has this like massive foothold on like. A lot of third you said the international community, yeah, like international, like they have this yeah. like massive subscriber base in like Africa and South America and stuff like that. So now right. a lot of that's going to be merging with HBO Max, four ninety nine a month, right now. I mean, right. as looking at, it's probably just going to get it. It should it should honestly just get merged because Disney Plus has National Geographic. Dude, these shows. This it's got HGTV, Food Network, TLC, Discovery. And that's Amy. all coming in. 
history channel. Look, that's here's, huge. Travel. Here's the de- right. Here's the deal. And here's why I keep talking about this stuff. One, because I love it. Because I love yeah. like the finance side of it and everything. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a Warner Brothers diehard because I've, you know, grew up on Cartoon Network yeah. and Batman and everything. But I'm, I'm telling you that like the money business side of this stuff, yeah. like this whole deal is so good for Game of Thrones. Like that's that's why I keep bringing it up because look at look like like Disney right like when 2020 happened and and Disney said hey like we have to shut down our amusement parks they and like they slashed their dividend which they'd paid stockholders for like 50 years mm-hmm. and they and they said what we're going to do is take the money which is like you know, three to four billion dollars. I don't know what it is, but just off the top of my head, I, we did, we've done the math. I, 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 they probably paid like, I don't know. They probably paid like 10 to 15 billion dollars a year total in dividends. I think it's more than that because I think we looked at it. Um, and we said, we're going to take that money and we're going to reinvest it in streaming. Yeah. So like right now, Warner Brothers is held by AT&T, a phone company who has a ton of debt and is not really the best to be equipped to do this stuff because they're like trying to build 5G towers for phones. Like they can't invest as much into like content as they can because it's like, you know, totally different things. So how like Disney has to deal with amusement, like amusement parks affect Star Wars. ESPN failing affects Star Wars, mm-hmm. yeah. like on Disney. And it's the same thing here with Warner Brothers. So when this whole Discovery Channel deal happens and it's now just a like, content only company like the the success of like history channel and all this other stuff ties in to like what are the single biggest money makers for this new company that's a content only company which is going to be warner warner media discovery or whatever it's called Mm -hmm. like okay well like your biggest money makers are like batman and game of thrones so It's like it will it will mean bigger budgets, you know, more money and possibly more shows because they're going to be like, hey, we want exactly. So like that's why it's such a big deal. Yeah, it's cool. And I think, too, like you said, this you can you can have a subscription to this and you're not just thinking about like, oh, uh, I don't know, gory rated R kind of, you know, shows. You've got all sorts of stuff on here for your family that you can click on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, HBO oh, Max has Cartoon Network and all that stuff and Discovery Channel. Yeah. So it's going to be cool. And, yeah. you know, we won't, it may not necessarily be season one, but season two of House of the Dragon is going to be entirely affected by this, by this deal, which is awesome because it means it's probably going to have a much bigger budget. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, Discovery Channel is a way better run company than ATT. I mean, it just is. Yeah. Dude, just look at these shows. I mean, like, like, and this is all, like, all these are all shows I love. Like, Property Brothers is on here. I mean, my God. Uh, that's a great show. The History Channel shows are on here, so yeah, they're good. They're bending the yeah. Well, I think in the weird way, it's actually like Discovery's buying Warner Brothers, but um, yeah, bending cool. the knee, baby. Yeah, that's they're cool. ad- they're they're getting added to the legions. Okay, yeah. I like it. They're making alliances, it. and it's all going to be great for Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones is the big. It's the it's the we want all the, the shows. It's, it's the biggest property. Game of Thrones was featured in Space Jam. Okay, yeah, like it's a big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we want the okay. shows. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. One last little bit. We're just, as an I, we have, if, I feel like we have a podcast. Well, it's because we did 
we didn't for right, like two we weeks because we recorded ahead. So yeah, yeah. Um, one last little sort sort of thing here. So House of the Dragon has finished, and um, I haven't played it yet, but everyone is playing it. Elden Ring, which is the the big new Dark Souls oh, yeah. type video game. It literally and George Martin right, right helped with like some of the writing and the lore on it, and it is getting profound tens out of tens across the board. Really. Yeah, I mean, it is it is a master. It's considered a masterpiece. It's already like one of the like highest rated video games ever. Wow. OK, OK. So George has still got it. He still got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, it's like a, it's good. it's a midi it's a medieval fantasy um, type type game. I mean, it's like, you know, Dark Souls. If you've never if you if you're unfamiliar with it, it is this sort of medieval fantasy game that is like the whole series, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, the whole deal, Bloodborne, they are all just these like, it's really like dark, dark fantasy games. They are like, they're known for their incredible difficulty. And now Elden Ring is the one that's like, it's like this open world um, mm-hmm. more type game. Everyone's playing it. It's like, it's like the total super trending game. Well, wow, uh, looks- it's on PC, right? Uh, Wait, if, you're PC, it- if you're, if it's on, I think it's on it's PlayStation. PlayStation? It's on PlayStation. Holy I don't know if it's on PlayStation Four. That's definitely on, it's definitely on PlayStation Five and Xbox. Well, time to it's time. probably it's probably on it's probably on PS Four. Time to upgrade if I if, if it's not. Uh, wow. Elden Ring PS Four maybe. Oh my God, it is. We're I'm going out and getting it tonight. This looks Oof. cool, dude. Oh, it's super. It's 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 super cool. It's like There's, just this. I just fired back up Destiny. I'm back into. I've got like a little schedule for my gaming time. Just like kind of trying to squeeze in a bit more because. Yeah, I thought with everything we do, I'm just like, I need to get some gaming time in. Yeah, it's yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous, but it's cool. George worked on it, and so now he's getting all this credit, and uh, it's getting like tens out of ten. So, I mean, it's something that George has written, right? You know, let's just like, let's just keep this, uh, you know, in, in our mind here is getting mm-hmm. tens out of tens. Yeah. So, like, that's like, that's good. Here's some gameplay footage of it. Um, Wow, and and I and he 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 makes it seem like he didn't he like obviously he's not like there like writing you know like the whole everything of it, but he definitely helped with like the lore and the backstory and like you know themes for the uh for like the overworld and everything. So yeah, 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 that's cool. It's good stuff, man. This is what he's this is what he's this is what he's working on instead of House of uh, Winds of Winter. Winds, so, Winds of Winter. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we got to take what he gives us you know i mean sometimes you gotta you gotta flex a little bit and get out there and do something different that's all right take a break work in some some other area it's fine this looks beautiful though yeah it looks gorgeous absolutely gorgeous you need to like you need a like a monstrous pc like the the minimum pc specs to run it are like you need like 12 gigs of ram just even like run it it's like jesus pretty intense so yeah, it's good. I mean, I mean, at least, at least what he's working on instead of Winds of Winter is good. So we know like his mind is in a good place when he does finally sit down to write like the next word in Winds of Winter, which is probably oh. what he writes a, a day. One word. Do you a day. think the next word is Hodor? Probably. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> okay. Um. Now, uh, let's dive into today's sort of theory here. So sort of really, it's sort of like a, a fairy tale um, parallel, I guess. Which is the Princess and the Frog, the abridged George R. R. Martin fairy tale of Quentin Martell, right? Um, okay, so the Frog Prince parallels to 
a summary of the variant Mar modern fairy tale. Um, he says, note, there are, uh, this is from Reddit, uh, posted by Anali, uh, Anali Cirrus yeah. of the Lunar Light. It says, note, there are a few evolutions uh, out there. And uh, curiously, the original renditions don't actually involve a kiss, but the transformation from frog to prince happens after the princess throws the frog against a wall. Other versions also have a more complicated request uh, from the frog. So I try to pick which one I thought best matched the story's intention. I think there was a there was a Disney movie a couple of years ago, right? Princess and the Frog or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't know. I didn't watch it, but might assault in background of yeah, something. Right. Okay. So he says, there's a tale they tell of a princess turned to a frog by a witch, a spell which could only be broken by a princess granting the frog a single wish. And, uh, and of the most beautiful princess in the kingdom who had lost her golden ball deep in a pond under a linden tree, so upset was she that she wept near the pool until a curious frog spoke to her. If I could fetch your ball, what might you offer in return? The princess offered him gold and jewels, anything. But the frog cared, not riches. All he wanted for was a single kiss. The princess accepted, and so the frog dove deep beneath and brought back her prize. Uh, but that evening, when the frog arrived at the, at the castle step, slippery and slimy, the princess was repulsed and refusing him, closed the door, and ran to her father, the king, telling him of what had happened. And as the frog tried to call to her, pleading her to let him in, the king bid her to keep her promises. Reluctantly, she opened the door, she closed her eyes tight, and leaned in to kiss the creature. But when she opened them she found he was a frog no longer when uh what was once a frog had been transformed into a handsome prince and the two uh soon fell in love and live happily ever after so i think that's sort of an abridged version uh, of it too right so the prince who became a frog quentin martell was never a handsome boy short-legged and stocky thickly built with hair and brown of newly turned earth his forehead was too high his jaw too square his nose too broad and even as a prince he was little known in his kingdom of dorn unlike his much beloved sister having uh fostered at uh Yonrud instead of sunspear yet he was happy for his part anders uh Yonrud had been more than a father to him and his son cletus uh Yonrud, his dearest friend and he had dreamt of love before though girls made quentin anxious especially the pretty ones uh first uh, yins the eldest of anders daughter until she had been wed afterward the Drinkwater twins and most recently the youngest of lord yonred's daughters gwyneth who had been taken a liking to him but when his father, Doran, called him in that day to the water gardens, he was told the most beautiful woman in the world was waiting in Marine and that she was secretly promised to his own hand by a pact long ago. That by sailing across the world to her, he would not just win her heart, but be a hero to his country as well. The one which secretly um, breathed his name before vengeance justice fire and blood for that sin which was done long ago 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I never asked for this, he thought, yet how could he disappoint his father, and how could he not dare to dream even a little bit that a boy like him would be able to change the course of the world and win love? that he could aspire to something greater. So he promised and set out with a small group of knights and friends, including Cletus, his brother, and all but blood, to charter a ship and begin their grand adventure. This will be a tale to tell our grandchildren, Cletus had declared the day they set out from his father's castle. And in Planky Town, the Dornishmen had toasted Quentin's future bride, made uh, ribald uh, ruled japes about his wedding nights to come and talked about the things they'd see, the deeds they'd do, the glory they would win. Tell me, my Westerosi friend, what is there in Marine that you should want to go there? The most beautiful woman in the world, thought Quentin, my bride to be, and if the gods are good, if the gods are good. Sometimes at night he lay awake, imagining her face and form, and wondering why such a woman would ever want to marry him. Of all the princes in the world, I am Dorn, he told himself. She will want Dorn. It was soon on their journey that tragedy struck. Corsairs near the disputed lands and three of his companions would fall in that far away land, including Cletus, the one who he'd remembered and always had a laughing smile. Give your bride a kiss for me, Cletus had whispered to him just before he died. It was not supposed to end like that for them. But what could he do? Crawl back to Sunspear, defeated with his tail between his legs? His father's disappointment would be more than he could bear, and the scorn of his cousins would be withering. Doran Martell had put the fate of Dorn into his hands. He could not fail him, not whilst his life remained. So Quentin resolved to go on. It was too late to turn back, and when the party would arrive in Volantis, they would find themselves bargaining with the windblown a company of sellswords who they would swear service to. In the secret hope, I would 
It would help bring them closer to his goal, Princess Daenerys. In Dorne, Quentin Martell had been a prince, and Volantis a merchant's man, but on the shores of Slaver's Bay, he was only a frog. So, named the Windblown, whose custom was to choose their own names, and he hoped so fast that um, when he when the big man shouted a command. So, next part here, Into the Dark Waters. Arriving into Astapor, Quentin, now a frog, right, uh, began to realize that uh, this wasn't the adventure he'd first hope. Adventure stank. He would be glad to put the city behind him. The Red City was the closest uh, thing to hell he'd ever hoped to know. The sights that he had seen riding down those red brick streets would haunt him forever. Disease and death followed his every step, surrounded by clouds of glistening green flies and dying men staggering through the streets, bloody and befouled. Children fighting over half-cooked puppies and kings uh, begin set upon their by starving dogs and fires, fires everywhere. He could close his eyes and still and see them still. Yet he must press on, scrubbing body armor stains and facing danger at every step if need be. In that, the, in that darkest moment, a golden glimmer of opportunity. The tattered prince would order the group to secretly join to Daenerys, Society, and Marine, and then await further instructions, claiming it had to have been their goal all along. Quentin Martell almost laughed out loud. The gods are mad, but would Daenerys really take them in, one of his companions? Hugh would wonder aloud, and if she does what... Um, and if she does, what would they be to them? Spies, assassins, envoys? He could only try. Uh, so the frog who bore a golden gift. So Frog, right, uh, and his companions find their way to Marine, picked up by Princess Daenerys. Men, uh, Princess Daenerys's men, where she would ponder what to do with the strange Dornish band. The frog has a gift for you. Her paramour, uh, Dario, would tell her. The frog, she says, giggling. And who is he? Some Dornish boy. He squires for the big knight they call Greenguts. I told him he could give me his gift to me and I'd deliver it, but what? Uh, but he wouldn't have it. Oh, a clever frog. Give the gift to me. She threw the other pillow at him. Would I have ever seen it? The next day, the party was annoyed, or excuse me, the party was announced to the princess and her court, but when peering down from her throne, Daenerys didn't see a great prince. She didn't see anything much at all. The youngest of three and the least impressive, a solemn, stocky lad, brown of hair and eye. His face was squarish with a high forehead, heavy jaw, and broad nose. The stubble on his cheeks and chin made him look like a boy trying to grow his first beard. Why would anyone want to call him Frog, she thought. Perhaps he can jump farther than the others. And again later at the feast, she wouldn't think... Uh, she would think it might be because he was not handsome, just an ugly little boy. As Frog stared toward uh, forward, Dario Nahara stepped in front of him and held out a gloved hand. Give this gift to me. Stoneface, the stocky lad bent, unlaced his boot, and drew a yellow parchment from his hidden flap within. This is your gift, a scrap of writing. Dario snatched the, par the parchment out of the Dornishman's hand and unrolled it, squinting at the, at the seals and signatures. Very pretty, all the gold and ribbons. But I do not read your Westerosi scratchings. Bring it to the queen, Sir Barrison commanded, now. Frog had crossed the seas, lost his friends along the way, traveled through hell, but at least he was at the end of his journey. But for his final deed, he might have thought to himself. 
Danny can feel the anger in the hall. I am only a young girl, and young girls must have their gifts, she said lightly. Dario, please, you must not tease me. Give it here. The parchment was written in the common tongue. The queen unrolled it slowly, studying the seals and signatures. When she saw the name Sir Willem Derry, her heart beat a little faster. She read it once again, and then she went to read it once over, and then again. Danny laughed. Uh, for just a kiss. The Dornish prince flushed red whilst her own court and counselors gave her puzzled looks. Radiance, um, why do you laugh? They call him Frog, she said, and we have just learned why. In the Seven Kingdoms, there are children's tales of frogs who turn into enchanted princess uh, when, they, when kissed by their true love. Smiling at the Dornish knight, she switched back to the common tongue. Tell me, Prince Quentin, are you enchanted? No, your grace. I feared as much. Neither enchanted nor enchanting, alas. A pity he's the prince and not the one with the wide shoulders and the sandy hair. You have come here for a kiss. However, you mean to marry me. Is that the way of it? The gift you bring me is your own sweet self. Instead of uh, Viserys and, uh, and your sister, you and I must seal this pact if I want Dorne. My father hoped you might find me acceptable. Dario Naharis gave a scornful laugh. I say you're a pup. The queen needs a man beside her, not a mewling boy. You are no fit husband for a woman such as her. When you lick your lips, do you still taste your mother's milk? Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Dario, come on. Prince Quentin answered him. Dorne is 50,000 spears and swords pledged to your queen's service. 50,000, mocked Dario. I count three. Enough, Daenerys said. Prince Quentin has crossed half the world to offer me this gift. I will not treat him with discourtesy. She turned to the Dornishman. Would that you had come a year ago. I am pledged to wed the noble uh, Hisdar. Um, Sir Jarrah said, it's not too late. I will be the judge of that, Daenerys said. Uh, Resnak, see that the prince and his companions are given quarters suitable to their high birth and that their wants are attended to. As you wish, your radiance, the queen rose. Then we are done for now. And so the do door was closed against him for the first time. Oh. A princess's promise. Later in Danny's chambers, gazing uh, over the city and the sea, pondering her marriage and future with the uh, grandfatherish knight, Barristan, the conversation would turn by chance, perhaps, to reconsider that very promise. Your grace, if I might be so bold, there is another road. The Dornish road, Danny sighed. The boy seems pleasant and well-spoken, but House Martell is ancient and noble and has been a, leaf, a uh, leal friend to House Targaryen for more years than a century, your grace. I had the honor of serving with Prince Quentin's great, uh, great uncle and your father's seven. Prince Lewin was as valiant a brother-in-arms as any man could wish for. Quentin Martell is of the same blood, if it please your grace. It would please me if he turned up with these 50,000 swords he speaks of. Instead, he brings two knights and a parchment. Will a parchment shield my people from the Yunkai? If he had come with a fleet, you know, Dorne is too far away to please this prince. I, I would need to abandon all my people. You should send him home. Dornishmen are notoriously stubborn, your, stubborn, your grace. Prince Quentin's forebears fought your own for the better part of 200 years. He will not go without you. Then he will die here, Daenerys thought, unless it is more to him, unless there is more to him than I can see. One second. I just got a got a little bit of a cold as I just need to go. Oh, hey, no, I actually I can take over right there if you want, my friend. And let me just say while you're taking that sip of water, 
Uh, there's this is just hinting. I'm pulling up a different uh, couple things here. The old frog might not be dead. And so I want to mention, as I was reading this thing about the tattered prince and so on, like there may be more to this guy than we think. Yeah. I mean, like this is actually it's interesting. And I didn't realize how direct the connection was between the princess and the frog. He's he's literally called the frog. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And he's going to meet a princess. It's it's just one of these things where sometimes you just sort of overlook these things that George is like throwing right in her face. Yeah, it's a direct. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty blatant. Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. Um, back in it to it here. So a fairy tale broken. And so here our tale breaks, but what happens when the promise is broken, the gate remains shut and the frog does not receive his kiss. Do they give up and return to the pond, a frog or risk something more to become a prince? They hope they could be my marriage need not be the end of all your hopes. I know why you are here for you said Quentin and awkwardly gallantry. No, said Danny, for fire and blood. Fire and blood was that truly uh, was that truly Quentin's main goal or his father's. Hoping to scare him away, Danny took Quentin by the hand and led him to the pit where the t- two of her dragons were confined. Remain outside, Danny told Sir Barrison as the unsullied were opening the huge iron doors. Prince Quentin will protect me. She drew the Dornish prince inside with her to stand above the pit. The dragons craned their necks around, gazing at them with burning eyes. The Dornish prince had gone as white as milk. Broken chains clanked and clattered around his legs. Quentin Martell jumped back a foot. A crueler woman might have laughed at him, but Danny squeezed his hand and said, They frighten me as well. There is no shame in that. My children have grown wild and angry in the dark. They are, uh, they are fearsome creatures. They are dragons, Quentin. Danny stood on her toes and kissed him lightly once on each cheek. And so am I. She drew him away from the pit. He does not belong here. He should have never come. You ought to return. My court is no safe place for you, I fear. You have more enemies than you know. You made Dario look a fool, and he is not a man to forget such a slight. I am a prince of Dorne, your grace. I will not run from slaves and swords. Daenerys Targaryen, whatever else she might be, was still a young girl, and her and she herself would claim when it pleased her to play the innocent. Like all good queens, she put her people first, else she would never have um, wed Hisdar Zolorak. Uh, but the girl in her still yearned for poetry, passion, and laughter. She wants fire, and Dorne sent her mud. You could make a poultice out of mud to cool a fever. You could plant seeds in mud and grow a crop to feed your children. Mud would nourish you where fire would only consume you. But fools and children and young girls would choose fire every time, thought Barris and Selmy. If it is uh, not my place to counsel you, Prince Quentin, but if I were you, I would not return to my chambers. You and your friends should go down the steps and leave. Prince Quentin stared. Leave the pyramid, leave the city, return to Dorne. The frog who dared to return a prince. But this frog was not so easily parted from their destiny. Uh, Barrison Selmy frowned. Why are you still here? Prince Quentin flushed. The marriage pact was made by two dead men and contained not a word about the queen or you. It promised your sister's hand to the queen's brother, another dead man. It has no force until you turned up here. Her grace was ignorant of its existence. Your father keeps his secrets as well, Prince Quentin, too. Too well, I fear. What name do you think they will give me should I return to Dorne without Daenerys, Prince Quentin asked. 
Quentin the cautious, Quentin the craven, Quentin the quail, the prince who came too late, the old knight thought. But if a knight of the king's guard learns nothing else, and he learns to guard his tongue, Quentin the wise, he suggested, and hoped that it was true. Quentin might have considered Barrison's advice, but after the events of uh, the Drasnex pit, Daenerys had disappeared from Marine. And why else would she have shown him the dragons and tell him what she did if not to test his character? Who else but him could now find and rescue her? And what would it mean to everyone who had relied on him and sacrificed along the way his, his journey if he were to turn away? I will not keep you here, Quentin later told his friends. My father laid this task on me, not you. Go home if that is what you want, but whatever means you like, I am staying. Daenerys is the means to the prize, not the prize itself. The dragon has three heads, she said to me. My marriage need not be the end of all your hopes. This is what I have to do for Dorne, for my father, for Cletus and Will and Maester uh, Kedri. They're dead, said Jairus. They won't care. All dead, Quentin agreed. For what? To bring me here so I might wed the dragon queen? A grand adventure, Cletus called it. Demon roads and stormy seas. At the end of it, the most beautiful woman in the world. A tale to tell our grandchildren. But Cletus will never father a child unless he left a bastard in the belly of that tavern when she liked. Will 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 never have his wedding. Their deaths should have some meaning. So Quentin would approach once more from the uh, for help uh, once more for help help the leader of the windblown. He thought had betrayed his trust once by leaving the company. Sit and stay. Uh, what you came to say? I promise not to have you killed until I have heard you out. That is the least I can do for a fellow prince. Quentin, is it? Quentin of House Martell. Frog suits you better. As Quentin recounted his story, the company would mock him for what had happened, but he had to ask anyways. The tattered prince sipped at his wine. So, no wedding for Prince Frog. Is that why you've come hopping back to me? Have, the, have my three brave Dornish lads decided to honor their contracts? I need you to help me steal a dragon. Bad idea, but here Bad. we go. The frog who dove too deep. Yeah. Quentin did not want to die, he, he thought to himself. I want to go back to Yonrud and marry Gwyneth, watch her flower into beauty, have a child by her. I want to ride in tourneys, hawk and hunt, visit my mother in Norvos, read some of those books my father sent me. I want Cletus and Will and Maester Kedri to be alive again. Quentin had never felt so much a boy as when he'd stood before Daenerys Targaryen pleading for her hand. He thought of betting her. Uh, the thought of betting her terrified him almost as much as the dragons had. What if he could not please her? She could not truly love her new husband, though. This is my duty, my destiny, he would tell Jairus, who uh, tried to dissuade him. This will be my grand adventure. Men die on grand adventures. He was not wrong, though that was in the stories, too. The hero sets out with his friends and companions, uh, faces dangers, comes home triumphant. Only some of his companions don't return as well. The hero never dies, though. I must be the hero. All I need is courage. Would you have it, Dorne, remember me as a failure? She lives. She must. She is lost. But I can find her. And when I do, she will look at me the way she looks at her sellsword. Once I have proven myself worthy of her. Years from now, when I am dead, this will be the song they sing of me. Okay. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
Quentin would muster his courage and approach the dragon's lair, only now as his goal drew ever closer, more threads of doubt crept into his heart. What am I doing here? Father, why? It was black beyond the doors, a sullen stygian darkness that seemed alive and threatening, hungry. Quentin could sense that there was something in the darkness, coiled and waiting. Warrior, give me courage, he prayed. He did not want to do this, but he saw no other way. Why else would Daenerys have shown me the dragons? She, want, she wants me to prove myself to her. Jairus handed him a torch. He stepped through the doors. And there, scales in the darkness, he had found his dragons. His voice caught in his throat, and what came out was a broken croak. Frog, he thought. I am turning into frog again. The food. He croaked. Remember. Bring the food. The serpent revol uh, resolved itself into a neck and tail, and then the dragon's long-horned head appeared his eyes glowing in the dark like golden coals. His, ring, his wings rattled, stretching. Quentin left, let his whip uncoil. He could do this. He would do this. His father had sent him to the far ends of the earth for this. He would not fail him. He snapped the whip in the air and with a crack that echoed off the blackened walls. The pale head rose. The, gold, the great gold eyes narrowed. Whips, uh, wisps of smoke spiraled upward from the dragon's nostril. Down, the prince commanded. You must not let him smell your fear. Down, down, down. He brought the whip around and laid a lash across the dragon's face. It hissed its return. And then a hot wind befuddled him, and he heard the sound of leathering wings in the air full of ash and cinders, and, and a monstrous roar went echoing off the scorched and blackened bricks as he could hear his friends shouting wildly. Garrus was calling his name over and over, a big man was bellowing, behind you, behind you, behind you. When he raised his whip, he saw that the lash was burning. His hands as well, all of him, all of him was burning. Oh, he thought. He Then he began to scream. Oh. Uh, almost, almost, almost done here, yeah. Okay. Happily never after. The Dornish prince took his last shuddering breath in the black, in the bleak black dawn three days later. A cold rain hissed from a dark sky to turn the brick streets of the old city into rivers. Daenerys's young herald and scribe, Missandei, had sat at his bedside night and day, tending to such needs as he could express, giving him water and milk of the poppy when he was strong enough to drink, listening for a few tortured words he gasped out from time to time, reading to him when he felt quiet, uh, sleeping in her chair beside him. As Sir Barrison entered, the tiny scribe looked up to approach. Honored sir, the prince is beyond pain now. His Dornish gods have taken him home. See, he smiles. It would have been kinder if the dragon had devoured him. Then at least it would have been quick. This fire is a hideous way to die. Small wonder, half the hells are made of flame. After the girl was gone, the old knight peeled back... Uh, the coverlet uh, for one last look at Quentin Martell's face or what remained of it. He should have stayed in Dorne. He should have stayed a frog. Not all men are meant to dance with dragons. But was Barristan correct? Was Quentin really destined to fail? Was he really just a frog in Dorne that died becoming a prince at the end, um, un, you know, unable to deal with the forces and expectations tied to that path? Or would have his... Or, would he have had the tale backwards? Denied from his promise, uh, did a prince leave the world a frog, still hoping for the chance to show 
what he could truly offer. Perhaps there is something to be said that sometimes maybe the only line between success and failure is just a little love. This was written on Valentine's Day. <laughs> wow. So too long, didn't read. The tale of Quentin Martell parallels the story of the frog prince, a prince who is turned into a frog who travels into dark waters to offer the princess a lost golden prize for a kiss. The princess refuses uh, to uphold her promise at first, but eventually reconsiders and the frog is turned back into a prince again upon being fulfilled. However, in A Song of Ice and Fire, the dark twist is that the frog stays rejected and is left a frog and so must decide whether to return to the pond to dare to try another path. In the end, our frog, Quentin, dreams for something more in life takes it takes a dangerous path and pays the price but perhaps i'd like to think our frog could have been a true prince if only they had gotten that kiss maybe a little love is all it takes to change one's fate which uh, could be which could be honestly i don't know love you know love in 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 a song of ice and fire and like how it's tied to everyone's fate is literally like the whole deal it literally yes. is like the theme behind the whole deal because Rhaegar, Lyanna, yeah, that you know, the 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 we think the love that they you know sort of show show for each other, boom is what is what causes yeah. like this whole deal to kick off. Roberts not having any love for Cersei, you know, yeah. And you look at love of like parents like Tyrion and Tywin it, and and right. it's like the whole deal, man. Yeah, it's it's a song of love and lust. And, right. <laughs> <laughs> that is really what it is. All these different bastards out here, all these different who's who, uh, who's sleeping with who, the pathway. Yeah, this was really interesting. And um, I think it's like, you know, I know there's some real tinfoil stuff where people try to consider him laying in bed there. It, you know, is he alive? Did did they, you know, had his friends? Think he's dead. Did somebody else walk in? There was a point of view says he was right there and he felt the flames. Okay. So he's dead. All right. But um, yeah, it is really interesting. Sir Willem Derry pops up again. And it's just right there. This guy, House Derry, connected again to uh to Danny. And then you start to look at um the way which Dorn is I mean, she kind of laughs at this, you know. These this I think this might come back to to bite her in the dragon tail. You know, yeah. because right, because guess who those swords are going to be pledged to now? Young Griff, which again is now yeah. going to make this. I mean, it's, it now it goes back to young Griff could marry the sister. Right. You know, I mean, that's the whole deal. Yeah, exactly. And so he set up two different sort of ideas here. If Danny, Danny has the dragons and if she's if she's good and locked, you know, like in a marriage alliance with Quentin. OK, we're good. Also, if that doesn't work or even if it does work, I'm going to try to secure uh, young Griff here and the Golden Company and everybody works together in Doran's good. But what I think it happens now is it's going to be split and fractured. I think I don't know if the work see rumor hasn't necessarily got back to because Ariane is just sitting there thinking like I don't know what happened to my brother. Have have no idea. We have this brand, right. but like word may may come about that um, that that he's dead or that he you know it could be it could be mis uh, understood that he went down there. He was scorned or whatever and then went down and tried to get the dragons and then is killed you know yeah because in 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 the show remember danny just gets orange just goes over and doran just allies with her allies with her and then that's it right and yeah so yeah it's gonna be i think it's, i think it is gonna be totally different but it's just interesting it's a, it's another it's another interesting sort of 
potential love story or or idea of a love story in a song of ice fire man i mean we talked about the power of king's blood and blood magic and all that you know what you yeah. up cue up huey lewis in the news man it's the power of love power of love <laughs> it is the power of love uh or the lack thereof it here and this is yeah no um yeah man you're right it it is interesting i think too i was reading just a little bit more about quentin what people think george was trying to do with quentin and it's it's really just about like he's a unfortunately it's just this device that george maybe is using to kind of like show us more about uh Obrin and his relationship and like Earl, like more of the the Dornish kind of uh culture and the different houses and why was he not in Sunspear and how the Viper had been kind of uh, I don't know had killed one of the the Ironwoods and then you know all of that kind of stuff so and then it's to see more about the dragons to go over here and learn more about uh Danny and and uh Sir Barristan is reflecting on things with you know, Elliot Martell, Lewin Martell, and then also the days during Aegon's uh, conquest, where in which Dorne did not bend the knee, right? They eventually you had yeah. to, the only way, you, the only way you got Dorne to work with the Targaryens was to marry into them, a marriage alliance, the power of love. They actually never did bend the knee. That That's, that's, I don't know if people, that's something I think people forget is that they were so stubborn that they were the only, you know, nation not to in the knee except through marriage so do you think say it so do you think it's going to come back to bite danny it's also kind of rude to him i mean that's just unnecessary i thought so too yeah and i think um i don't know if it i i yeah because i i still feel like dario is a bad influence i'll go ahead and say daddy's bad influence for sure and sir barristan has a good point right she's still young george always wants to write very realistically um dorn sent her mud you know i mean unfortunately this wasn't a dashing it's the same thing that Ariane has issues with that she's susceptible and she reflects on this in the winds of winter preview chapters that it's, you know, good looks, right? A good looking night kind of, um, she falls for these guys or whatever and ends up getting in trouble. So yeah. she's got to, she got to, got to get, and got to, got to work and, on that. And poor, I mean, and poor Quentin, you know, Martel. Yeah, I know it sucks, but he did everything. He did everything he could. You know, did he, did he, should he have stayed home? He should have went back. He should have went back, but, but he, again, he had to try and I, I don't know that. Yeah. I, I, that was stupid. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's just dumb. And then that, but you know, the, the funny thing is that the show does it. Yeah. And Tyrion just goes down there and opens it and he's, and he's good to go. Right. Obviously, he's not kill Tyrion. Right. Yeah. So, clearly like the drag i mean it's i don't know it's just so it's weird that they that the show chose to include that yeah just somebody has to let him out and 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 sort of you know free them if you will or whatever and he's i mean kind of well he's just and again just someone to go down there to view the dragons and learn more about them because as you read the chapters i was reading up here just on other uh, reddit theories and things and looking back over a search of ice and fire like yeah, there's there's bits of Danny and and others talking about the magic of dragons and the power of dragons, and I feel like that's all it was. And then unfortunately, he's just getting laughed at and made fun of here, and it's just. Um, do you think that? Do you think? Yeah. So I think ultimately his arc is is doing two. Th- I think you're right. I think it's showing sort of. Ultimately, I think it's supposed. To, I think I think it's it's going to, the whole deal is going to set up that Danny didn't work for Dorn, 
and yeah. it might it might come back to haunt her. And that's been a historically that's been an issue for the Targaryens. And so you have like a Blackfire or a real Targaryen or just some poser in Young Griff who probably is going to work with Aryan and is this false or real dragon, who knows, uh, that is going to make a power play on King's Landing and Dorne's there. So it's, you know, it's even hinted at in that Reddit post that she could go on to to win King's Landing and everything, but not have Dorne, and that could be that other thorn in her side or or who knows. Or maybe where we see, you know, the, the Bells episode in the show, Maybe it's like Sunspear again. It's kind of like Rainey's Targaryen right. back in the day. Just, you're going in there and just scorching them with fire, but they just go into hiding and it doesn't really do much, you know? So I th- it's something th- there is something there, though, um, that's going to hurt her, I think, later on. And all of these different in- love interests around her, you know, because would she have just married, had his daughter not have been there and this was an option, it might have been another path for her to just move on because she was being kind of hustled out of Marine and she chose to kind of stay and say, no, I can't abandon this city. I got to, I got to help where I can. Uh, what kind of queen would I be if I just did that? And so that's why she turns to his dar uh, when the green grace suggests that. So now it's like, had he had been there, maybe she could have chosen a different path and, and gone to Dorne and just said, screw it. And it, she even references, he didn't bring a fleet, which the gray joys are bringing a fleet, right? That that's the whole thing. They're trying to, Show her, hey, you have our ships, and let's make a marriage pack. But yeah, I think it's gonna bite her in the dragon tail later on. Really do. Yeah, so. interesting. Well, cool. Little interesting theory. Uh, I guess it was written for Valentine's Day. You know what? Hey, still love's still in the air. Okay, I, Matt, I would love, I would love for folks to because I did that. We did that tatters. Not even just like is Quentin. You know, he gets in with the wind blown. But if you guys get a chance to go look up, because there's a lot of different candidates for that. Who the who the tattered prince could be, uh, captain of the windblown. It's, if anything, it's just cool to go look at that kind of stuff, or even just speculate. You know, thoughts on Quentin or the um, you know the the effects of him being turned down. Right. I mean, right. so send us, send us your thoughts on all those things. A little I, a little bit of love might have saved his life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. It might have. It hey, might've. don't take money. It don't take fame as you, no. you don't need a credit card to ride this train. Okay? No, it, it's strong. It's sudden. It's cruel sometimes, but it might just save your life. Wow. That's the power of love. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> Do you think George was just like watching back to the future or listening to? Oh yeah. Yeah. Or listening to little Huey Lewis when he was writing this. Like, oh, I really, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to tie in Huey Lewis in the news to this princess and the frog tail. And that's the other thing, too. I mean, again, that's why I was trying to look for, like, the real reason as to why he does this. Because what is George doing? Just having I a don't, blast, I don't, you know? I don't know, man. He's right. We've got, set, we've got, we've got like, HP Lovecraft and Sesame Street references in this thing. So right. It's all over. And it's threads. <laughs> it's, all... it's still growing. <laughs> it's it is so a well-watered plant that's out of control. It is actually out of control. And it's so much so that he can't even contain he it in one book. I he doesn't know. have to do. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Hey, well, thanks for uh, checking this out, guys. So next week we are just going to go ahead and start it. Storm of Swords, the best book in the series. Yeah. And then we are just we will take a break from it when we hit House of the Dragon. Once we get a little bit right, closer to that, 
once we know, and then we'll probably, and then we'll do some more House of the Dragon, Fire and Blood content um, to get sort of ready for that once that sort of comes up and we'll dive uh, back into that. But right now it's still, it's still up in the air. I really thought we'd get a Super Bowl trailer. We didn't. Right. So, and now, now they said they just finished filming. So, I don't know. So with that, we're just going to dive into A Storm of Swords, which is the best book in the series. I'll fight anyone on it. Yeah, I know some people say it's a Dance of Dragons, but we ran a poll on our YouTube and a Storm of Swords won. Oh, so I think a Storm of Swords. Is, yeah, I think I think Dance is the best. Little, yeah, it's it's really good. It's Dance is really good too, and Dance may be even better once we get wins. You know, what I mean, I think sometimes Could be. The, you you start wins be, better be the best book in the series when it right it when yeah. and if wow. it finally yeah. comes out. Jesus, my God, awesome. So, all right, guys, with that, uh, yeah, next week we will begin reading a Storm of Swords. The pro that's a prologue, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, prologue. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. as a prologue. Yeah. Yes, it does. It's a jo- uh, it's a Chet chapter. Right? Oh, it's is... terrible. I mean, it's not terrible, <laughs> but I just read it the other day. I'm like, there are some cool connections. Some I know. First chapter is Jamie one, and it's like, let's go. That's yeah. where things like get really good. Yeah. So yeah, so we will be into that. The Storm of Swords prologue, and we got some more Patreon content coming too. Be sure to check that out. Um, the Elder Brother, right? As we got yes. uh, like a three parter. This could be big. Yeah. So we yeah. got we got a big a big thing on that. Um, be sure to check out as and I's personal social medias. Wow, S- super gains bros at Wombrat underscore two M. Guys are posting all over the place. I post on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, the whole deal. Uh, we are actually just starting like today, uh, as of this recording, our bend the knee TikTok. So yeah. you can definitely check that out because I know a lot of people are spending a lot of time on there. And the cool thing is we can take some of that content, probably not all of it, just depends on. Because I like we like the, the the YouTube sort of formatted a very specific way, um, but some of that will appear on YouTube as well. So that's kind of cool to give you guys a little more bite sized pieces of content too, which is awesome uh, on Instagram and stuff like that as well. So keep an eye out for that. You can check out any of our other projects as well. Heroes Heroes of the Horn, which is Wheel of Time, um, the Elder Wand, which is a Harry Potter podcast. Uh, just did some more of that hyperspace hangout where we're talking Star Wars. Or if you want to hear as and I talk more about like things like Russia and movies and all this stuff, I don't know. Check out the Matt Ness show. It's uh, over on iTunes and Apple as well. You can find premium content on Patreon and on Apple Premium where you get access to all of the ex- extra content from all of our shows. We'll probably start planning out a um, our next hangout probably sometime in March. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Uh, yeah, next yeah. get, get our next big Zoom hangout going. So stay tuned for that, and we will see you guys. As always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And remember that winter is coming.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.